0: Hey everybody, my name is Jordan, but you all can call me Jordy, and welcome to the third episode of the Girls That Get It, which is a space for me and other girls or people in general to connect and heal by tuning into my past life experiences and all the lessons that I have learned. Today is Thursday. The sun is very much so beaming through my window right now. I don't know about your window, but it's beaming through mine and it lets me know I've been chosen again. So, oh, today is also St. Patrick's Day. I don't know what people make plans for St. Patrick's Day, but because it's a nice day outside, I think y'all should go for a walk. Go get yourself a treat. Treat yourself. Do something interesting today. Enjoy being alive. You're almost through another week. Let's just do that. Make that happen for yourself. So in the last episode, we discussed, we discussed self-esteem, I also gave a question of the day, and the question of the day was, what are three things you like about yourself? That question could have been answered based on appearance, personality, or even characteristics. So I hope everybody was able to answer that question because, like I said, self-esteem be the root of a lot of people's problems. But this episode, we're going to be talking about trust issues, okay? So before we get deep into today's episode, I want to do this little thingy that some of my listeners may be familiar with. So if you didn't know, I am the captain of Norfolk State University Dance Theater, and we do this thing at rehearsal where we check in with each other. And when we check in with each other, we just share our current emotions. We share important information, you know, important things that happen in the day, throughout the week or even throughout the month. And I haven't been able to check in because we're currently on spring break. So, checking in, I just want to say my spring break is actually going pretty well to a certain extent because I did not plan my spring break until the last minute because I'm not going to lie, I forgot about spring break. I really was not thinking about it. Life was really giving work, work, don't stop. So I didn't plan spring break, but so far, my friend Saint, I went with her to support her boyfriend at his probate. Um, Me and her, we went to Williamsburg the other day. We did a little shopping at the outlet. Let's see. I spent some time with her family up there, which was fun. Um, Today, I'm going to a hot pot restaurant with my other DT friends and tomorrow I'm going on a picnic with my Pookie. So spring break is really for me is giving what it's supposed to give because I would have just sat in the house, honestly. So yeah, check it out. <laughs> so can we discuss one more thing before we get into this real deep topic? I wanna discuss the fact that you don't understand certain songs until you go through certain experiences. And I mean, when I say that, I mean like growing up, you'll be put on to a song, but you're not going to understand that song and you're not really going to listen to the lyrics of that song until you, until it's time for you to understand that song. I don't know if that happens to other people, but can we, can we break down Bag Lady by Erica Badu right quick? Can we do that? Because let me, Erica said, Bag Lady. You going to hurt your back dragging all them bags like that. I don't know who needs to hear this, but listen. She said, I guess nobody ever told you all you must hold on to is what is you, is you, is you, okay? And then this is the main line right here. One day, all them bags gon' get in your way. So, hit it with me. Bag Light. Did y'all hear her? Can we talk about what that means right quick? Because I just felt like somebody needs to hear this. Erica was saying, I understand she was probably talking about a relationship, but I feel like that song can be relatable in so many different ways. We carry baggage. With everything, relationships, friendships, jobs, we carry a lot of baggage. But I, what I got from that song was you have to let go of your baggage. But you have to allow yourself to hurt first. And once you hurt, you have to allow yourself to drop that hurt so that you don't miss out on your brighter future. Go listen to Bad Lady by Erica Badu. If you haven't heard it in a long time or you never really took the time to listen to it, go listen to that song, okay? Please. The topic of today is trust issues. Trust issues is something that a lot of us have, but a lot of us have them for certain reasons and a lot of us have them for different reasons. So the question of the day is, what caused you to believe nobody can be trusted? Get that journal out and write down the question of the day, which is, what caused you to believe nobody can be trusted? Now, I'm going to answer this question as we go through this episode, because it's not exactly one situation that caused me to say, you know, nobody can be trusted, but I'm going to get to my answer. Before I get into my answers, I do want to leave a trigger warning because I understand certain things trigger certain people, but in order for me to give the realest answer I can give, I have to be raw about certain things, and this might not be the episode for everybody to be listening to. So if in any way, shape, or form you know certain things trigger you, this might not be the episode for you, but I'll catch you in episode four, Okay. All right. Let's get into it. What caused me to believe nobody can be trusted? A whole lot. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of situations went down in my life that made me feel like nobody can be trusted. Nobody, nobody but me. And I do just want to say I understand that I'm probably going to be bringing up a lot of situations before I get to record an episode where I can give a broad story time or, you know, broad descriptions of what happened in those situations. So in this episode, I'm just going to give a brief description or, you know, brief little story times of certain situations that cause me to believe nobody can be trusted. For me, there seems to be about four main reasons as to why I feel like nobody can be trusted and one that's family, two relationships, three friends, four sexual assault. I'm gonna get I'm gonna try to get as deep as I can get into all four of these and why I feel like they cause me to have a lot of trust issues, a whole lot of trust issues. Let's get into why I feel like family caused me to have so many trust issues. And honestly, if I were to give a broad conversation about this, we'd be talking all day long, but I don't have time for that. But I'm only going to speak from an African-American family perspective, okay? If I am coming to my parents or I'm coming to anybody that I trust as an adult in my family, and I'm telling you, I need advice about something, or I'm telling you a story that I feel like is so personal to me, and I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you with this information. I'm trust that you would, you know, protect this information. I'm only giving this information to you. And then we go to the next family gathering. We had the cookout, and you know, Auntie is walking up telling me about this same situation that I just told you about. But how will Auntie tell me? How will Auntie know about this situation if I only told you? Why do black parents? feel as though they have the freedom to air out certain information. And then they feel as though we aren't supposed to feel some type of way about it. They're not looking at it. Like they almost think if you're under the age of 18, you don't deserve respect. You know, it's, it's not, honestly, I don't even think it's about respect. I just feel it's simple. I trusted you and you went and you told my business. And they'll probably tell you, you know, you're too young to even have business. You ain't got no business. But that is so wrong and honestly degrading because I got business. I just wanted a little bit of advice, but I didn't want for the whole family to know the type of advice that I needed. That wasn't what I needed from y'all. I needed to I needed to feel like I could trust you to hold this information. I could trust you to not embarrass me about something that I was going through. Or anything like that, black parents have a tendency to to feel they feel entitled to your information. They feel entitled to your business, and they feel entitled to spread your business. I don't I don't know how that works, <laughs> but they do, and it's crazy. We're gonna go ahead and get a little bit on this topic while we at it. We tell children that if they are sexually assaulted or hurt, harm in any type of way to go and tell a trusted adult, whether that be a parent, you know, it could be your teacher, it could be anything. But in this case, we're hoping that your parents are the people that you trust the most, okay? So, let's just say before you were sexually assaulted, your parents have went and told your business 50 lamb times, okay? Now you're sexually assaulted. Why would you trust your parents? Why would you trust your parents to not tell your whole family that you were sexually assaulted? Like the trust there is gone. You don't know who to trust at that point. So I feel like our family can make it so difficult to trust them when they think it's valid for them to air out our business. I don't know where they get that logic from. I don't know, but I cannot, if I'm trying to trust you with simple information why would I trust you with something as big as me being assaulted by somebody? I don't know how to trust you because you never made me feel like I could trust you. You don't I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like anything that I tell you has value because all you're going to do is is go and tell the rest of the family. Like it's regular gossip on the streets. So, that is why I feel like family can play a main, a, a big part in why a lot of us have trust issues. If I can't trust the people that I'm supposed to trust the most, why would I trust anybody outside of this home? It doesn't make sense. So, we're going to get into relationships now because I feel like relationships, it, it <laughs> really, part of this could be my fault for being so, I guess, gullible. very much so slow if you ask me but this is where I'm gonna give a brief story time and eventually I hope I can give a more a broad story time about it and I can add in my true emotions and all of that and how I felt going through this situation but in high school I was in a relationship and eventually I found out he was cheating now that wasn't the that I don't think that was really the problem the problem is he was cheating with boys and he was cheating with girls. So, um yeah, I don't know why it didn't click, but I didn't think that he, he could possibly be bisexual or gay because I honestly believe what he told me. He was just playing. But y'all know that scene in Euphoria when Maddie had found all the, the pictures in Nate's phone? That happened to me. That happened to me in high school and that happened to me when I clearly I didn't know better because I saw everything that I saw. I saw messages, pictures and all of that. And I still said, I still believed him when he said he was just playing. I don't know why I thought dudes was playing like that, but dudes definitely don't play like that. They do not. (laughs) So, I stuck beside him because I felt like he was really playing, but I never got the chance to tell him, like, dog, like you really, <laughs> you might be bisexual, man. You really might be, and honestly, it wasn't going to be a problem if he was. It's just the fact that my crazy tail self, I believed him. I really believed him when he said he was just playing, and like all those messages. I saw all that proof dead in my face and still took it upon myself to believe this man. So that caused me, after a while, I'm like, I don't even believe my own judgment. Because clearly my own judgment is dead wrong. Like, completely wrong. I should have left. I should have left that relationship way before it ended. That should have been all the straws right there but i don't know what was wrong with me honestly so i stuck beside him like a like a dumb hoe but so it was bad enough that he was cheating so i didn't trust him and because he could have possibly i don't know he definitely likes boys he likes men i by from what i discovered he definitely likes men and i didn't trust my i, can't, I didn't trust my own judgment because I don't know what what I was thinking, but relationship that relationship caused me to have a whole lot of trust issues with within myself. Afterwards, I questioned myself so much. Why did I trust? Why did I trust what he said, girl? You saw what you saw, and you still didn't trust your own. Like you still didn't trust yourself. That's crazy. It was weird. The relationship was wicked, and it caused me to have trust issues within my current relationship. Which honestly, I have no reason to have trust issues because he' the goat, but. I stopped trusting myself because clearly my judgment was, or I thought my judgment was off. But now we're going to get into friends. So I've always been very outgoing, or I used to be very outgoing when it came to making friends and stuff. I've always made friends easily because I'm a good person. I'm a good friend to have as well. But once in high school, right before I graduated, I was in this friend group and this rumor came about and this rumor, once I found out where the rumor actually came from and who the rumor came from, it, it fucked me up bad because nobody in the friend group gave me a chance to explain what actually happened. And because I know the truth of what happened, nobody ever apologized to me for spreading that rumor around the friend group and not giving me a chance to say, hey, no, y'all got it messed up. That's not what happened. If anybody would have asked me what happened in that situation, I would have gladly told them because the accusation that was going around was crazy. It was crazy. And it hurt my feelings that nobody ever apologized to me. And I feel like I'm always expected to, I'm always expected to just move on from something. I'm always expected to Jordan. You don't need to be hurt by that anymore, but no, I thought I had a a group of friends, a decent group of friends. And to find out, you know, your group of friends is the ones that got the rumor going around in the group. Like, what? How is that not supposed to make me? uh, Clearly, I don't trust bitches now at this point. I didn't mean to call anybody bitch. But, (laughs) you know, that caused me to not trust people because if y'all if we're in this friend group and we're all supposed to be friends and no nobody decided to say hey let's stop spreading this rumor let's just go to Jordan and let's ask her what the truth is that's wild that is wild and I would have told the truth I would have gave all the information needed but I I feel like nobody had my back in that situation. I feel like everybody just decided, oh, Jordan did something that was crazy. And I didn't. That's the crazy part about it. But I guess nobody will know the truth except for me, God, and the other girl that was in that situation or the other people in the situation. But yeah, I wish they would have apologized to me for spreading that. And I don't know. I don't want the apology now, but Back then it definitely would have definitely would have made you know made the situation a whole lot better for me. So this last topic is sexual assault, but it still kind of ties into the friendship thing. So in high school, I had this best friend, and we were always around each other, always at her house. She would come to my house sometimes. You know, we did a lot of stuff together in a short period of time. So you know, every time I would go over her house, um, I'm not going to go into details cause I might have to do a more broad story time about this, but some of y'all, if you can pick up what I'm dropping down, then you can pick it up. So her dad was a little suspicious and eventually I found out that I wasn't the only girl who had been over there and who had experienced these things from her dad. So, It got to the point where I found out information that I found out and I felt I always felt started to feel uncomfortable going to her house. So I expressed to her I was I expressed to her that he made me feel uncomfortable and he did things all the time that made me feel uncomfortable and I always felt like I always felt like I don't know, like I was stuck when I was over there because you see what he's doing, but you're not saying anything as if you're used to it. And it made me feel uncomfortable. So I expressed to her and I put my trust into her because I needed for her to pull through as my best friend. And I needed for her to speak up for the both of us because she know. She she knows the backstory. She knows all this. I need it for her as my best friend to protect me. If you know you're not gonna speak up about it, stop inviting me over here. If you know you're not gonna shit if you know you're not gonna lock your door, if I feel uncomfortable, stop inviting me over here. If you know you're not gonna speak up about it, then I don't I don't know why I'm putting so much trust into you to keep me protected. So that situation, and I'll definitely give a more broad story and discussion about it because it's something that honestly haunts me a little bit, but I feel like I put my trust in her. I feel like I trusted her to protect me, you know, the same way I would never put any of my friends in harm's way. I would never keep any of my friends in harm's way if I realized they're uncomfortable with something or clearly in harm's way. No matter no matter what the consequences or the result of that situation is, if I see that my friend is, exper- you know, she's going through something, experiencing something that's clearly wrong, I'm going to do my best to help my friend out and, you know, fix this situation. And that did not happen for me. My sexual assault situation got brushed under, it, that shit got swept under the rug in one day when i decide to come up here and give y'all a broad description and a broad story of what happened to me it is over with it's done it's done for because i don't like how that situation got swept under the rug i don't and it made me lose trust and i don't like going around everybody's house i don't trust other people's dads i don't i i don't because of this situation it's hard to trust I, well, I say from this situation, I learned that I can't put trust into other people. I can't trust other people. I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but I can't trust other people to protect me. I can't trust other people with my safety. It just doesn't work like that. And I don't know why I thought I could, but in that situation, I really felt like, you know, you're supposed to be my best friend. I could trust you to speak up about something that's happening to me so that you can help me, but you didn't. And you let My story gets swept. If you let me, you know, I was swept under the rug just like every other girl that's been in that house and felt the same way, who's not allowed to go over that house anymore. I felt just like them, which I shouldn't have because we were best friends. So that's, that's the sexual assault part of it. I do just want to say that I did a little research and traumatic stress can change the brain's chemical balance and structure. And honestly, it can cause heightened anxiety, memory loss, PTSD, and clearly trust issues. So those traumatic events that you go through and the traumatic events that I've been through, of course, the result of that is going to be, no, I'm not going to be as trusting as I was before because I trusted so many people with my safety. I trusted so many people with my experiences. And, you know, really, I shouldn't have or I think I shouldn't have. So I will say all of the lessons that I learned from you know, my family, friends, relationships, and sexual assault experiences, I learned that I can't trust others to keep me safe. I can't trust my own opinion at times. I can't trust men. I can't trust my family and I can't trust my friends. But I realized over time that I can trust these things. I just need to, well, for one, I need to find out how to put more trust into certain situations because I've closed myself off so much from going through these experiences. And I'd say it's not healthy for me because, you know, I don't even like human interaction (laughs) at this point. Like I really don't trust people. I don't trust situations. If you put me in a situation in this today, if anybody was to put me in a situation where I would be hurt or anything like that, I'd be pissed. Because I feel like I relapsed and I let somebody else, you know, I let somebody else fuck up my trust. Or somebody else done did it again. And I honestly don't have patience for it. But I will say my biggest obstacles, I'm always on my P's and Q's. Like, I'm that friend and it's it's terrible and I know my friends don't like when I do this. But I'm that friend where if we go out somewhere, I'm breaking my neck every five minutes. Because who is that walking up on the car? Who is that? Who is that? You do know them? Because, I, no, I don't put nothing past anybody. I really don't. I'm always anxious. Sometimes, not to say I never go out because I don't trust people, but I live in an area where, you know, people's, people are really dying every day in 7-5. People are dying every day. And it's not because people got beef. People just killing just to kill. So I really don't put anything past anybody. I really don't trust anybody. I feel like I always walk around like somebody trying to set me up because I'll be damned if somebody catch me lacking. Honestly, I'd rather somebody catch me when I'm, you know, when I'm fully aware. But if somebody were to catch me when I'm lacking, I I would be so mad at myself. It would not make sense. I'll be mad. I would be extremely mad. Y'all, y'all should be worried if I let somebody catch me lacking, because I'd be pissed. Okay, but now I say, I guess I'm always alone. I'm always alone, but that's not necessarily a downside to having trust issues because I have some rewards listed for me having trust issues. I think me going through those experiences, especially with friends. And friends and family, it made me put myself in a box and I was able to have so much alone time with myself. I've had so much alone time with myself in the past few years and I've discovered so much about myself. I've discovered so many things that I like, so many things that I don't like. You know, being alone really is It's bliss. I love being alone. And people look at that as a bad thing sometimes. But I simply, I like being at home by myself. That is fun to me. I prefer to be home than going out. And I'm not bashing anybody that likes to go out. But I like to be at home. That is my source of fun. My room is lit. Just because your room not fun, the fuck? Don't mean mine not? I love my room. But, I would say another reward is I feel like (laughs) I'm less like I'm least likely to be caught lacking. Like, you know, I really am that person that if you want to go out with me, I'm going to be looking around. I'm listening. I'm the person in the room that's sitting there quietly. I'm listening to everything that's happening. Cause I'll be damn, I'll be damn. But I think that's all I have for these trust issues. So I wouldn't be able to share any solutions to having trust issues because it's something I'm still trying to figure out. Honestly, I think it's one of those things that doesn't have an exact solution. You just have to work around it, find your loopholes. How can you trust every now and then? You know, Um, I hope that my situations and my stories were relatable to some people and they're able to find out why they have trust issues. But Again, get your journal out and ask yourself what caused you to believe nobody can be trusted. And I'm sure you'll figure out why you have trust issues. How can you work those out with yourself, not with everybody else? Because we ain't worry about everybody else. We worry about you, okay? But now we're going to get into this self-care card pool. So last week, we pulled the cards Nourish Your Temple, a Burning Bowl Ritual, and Take a Walk. I was only able to take a walk and I think I nourished my temple. Um, Last week we had a photo shoot for dance and we had like a performance. So I was definitely able to nourish my temple because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure, you know, I was gassing myself up. I was speaking positive things into myself. So let's see. What can we do? What can we do about these trust issues? with this card pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for our first card, let's see Spirit. Give us the most accurate message, Spirit. What type of self-care do we need to tap into this week? What type of self-care do we need to tap into this Let's see. Spirit says a beauty ritual for our first card. Thank you, Spirit. Spirit, once again, send us the most accurate message. What type of self care do the girlies need? to get themselves through the rest of the week. Hmm. A health checkup. I'm going to read about that card. We're going we gonna to get into that one because <laughs> we're going to get into that. Alright, last card, Spirit. Give me the most accurate message for the girl Chanting. So we have a beauty ritual, health checkup, enchanting. I'm going to look up, I'm going to look up beauty ritual first. So for beauty ritual, the mantra says, I am beautiful inside and out. Whatever makes you feel like you're manifesting your most beautiful self is worth putting energy toward. Plan a beauty ritual that feels sacred and indulgent. Set an intention for your ritual and stay in a mindset state throughout that experience. If your thoughts and distractions enter your awareness, gently let them go and redirect your focus to yourself. Journal prompt What could you do to make your daily beauty routine feel more sacred? I'm definitely going to get into that. Let's do our second card, which is health checkup. Let's see. Health checkup, mantra. I am healthy in my mind, body, and spirit. Good health empowers us to thrive in all areas of our lives. Take a moment to tune in with yourself, scan your body, and feel what is right and what needs attention. Even if you're feeling generally well, most of us have a little fine tuning to do, like drinking more water, eating more fruits and veggies, or simply getting more nights of restful sleep. Mantra, not mantra, journal prompt. What aspect of your health... Is your body calling you to focus on? Hmm. So this also says whether you work with a doctor who practices Western medicine or traditional, let's see, traditional wellness. Hmm. This is saying you could go to like a herbalist or, you know, your regular doctor. But I will say yesterday I just went to the doctor. So, I don't know if this is reaching out to me or who was reaching out to. But I had a knee injury that I've been ignoring for weeks now. And I yesterday, I took it upon myself to finally go to the doctor. But that doctor told me I had to go to another doctor. So, yeah. I guess it's telling me to make another appointment. Let's get into this last card, which is chanting. Mantra. My voice is heard. If you're new to chanting, you can start with learning to tone, um, and the sound for each chakra. At first, practice chanting your own to gain a level of comfort. Hmm. Okay. So, before the next episode, we need to create a beauty ritual. If you need it, some type of health checkup. And then we need to get into chanting. And on this chanting card, they're meditating. So, I'm definitely going to get into that probably when I in this podcast, but that's our card pool for today, so if you get the opportunity to make sure you create a beauty ritual for yourself, make sure you listen to whatever spirit is telling you to go get checked out, get it checked out before next week, okay? Make that appointment now, okay? And let's get into a little bit of meditation, those chanting words, um get into that, okay? Tap into your self-care. That's the reason why I'm pulling these cards, okay? I also hope you get the chance to find all the answers you need to the root of your trust issues. Make sure you write down that journal prompt what caused you to believe nobody can be trusted, But thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you listen to my previous episodes and follow me on Instagram at Jordi Janelle. That's J-O-R-D-I-J-A-N-E-L-L-E. And I'll see y'all next week. Bye.